2: It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, Um. the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing podcast. I'm Stu Whiffin sitting opposite me in person today, not over Zoom. Christopher William Glasson. Hello.
3: It's so weird. Yeah? We've been recording so long, through Zoom. We can do a proper high five. Do you Look hear that? At that? For real. That for was us. Real. that was uh my ball slapping on your cheek, wasn't it?
2: If you've never listened to this podcast before, <laughs> um more of that. Um welcome. Hardcore listening is a podcast where we pick a topic and then count down a top five in it. We also throw out these options for ...for top fives to guests sometimes. We've uh, we've had a huge back catalogue of guests. Go check out our back catalogue of over 300 episodes now. Um, we've lots and lots of people you might recognise from the world of music, TV, comedy, etc, etc. As well as that, we often ask our Patreons um, to suggest ideas for top fives... ...and sometimes you lot, um, which is the case today. Um, but before we get on with today's episode... Um, We've got to do all the stuff we have to do before we get on with the, the real good show. Don't make it sound
3: like that, like we've got a we've got a gun pointed to our head because we've got wonderful sponsors. I wasn't going to
2: do that. I was going to well. Yeah, we have got to do that. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But
3: what, what was you going to do then? I
2: was going to do a, uh, an advert for Patreon. Okay.
3: All right. Now I'll do the advert for Patreon. Go for it. If you like, if you listen to this and like the sound of it, maybe you've been a listener on Acast for many a moon because we've been going like four years now or five years. Who knows? Who's counting? Five years. Yeah. We also do Patreon, so you can come and get an, at least one extra episode a week over there. It's sometimes a little bit more crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll say more rude words sometimes. Um, but that's not the only reason. You will get to pick often all our top fives come from our patrons. There's a wicked community over there um, of people who have just become really good friends, who've, who meet up now on the reg... They've got WhatsApp groups. They go out doing cool shit every uh, all the time. So that's just the additional benefits of just listening to the Patreon episode. You often uh, release mixtapes on there mm-hmm. from your, what, 40-plus years of DJ at the Pink 2 Russian now. Rude.
2: Um, 30.
3: 30. But they, they really are good mixtapes, um, I begrudgingly admit. And also, you get to see all the video content as well. So most of the ap- um, episodes we film um, and we have special releases on there so we've got filmed podcasts and drunk casts with people like Ramesh Ranganathan Brett Goldstein Rich Wilson Jade Adams yeah it's just the whole great lovely thing over there isn't it
2: absolutely absolutely and you can uh, find out more if you just head over there for free you can have a little look and there's a video over there of Chris and I in a hot tub um with uh, some of your other favourites <laughs> like Gail Porter and Scroobius Pip in the video. Yeah. Um and you can go over and watch that video which explains everything you can get and everything that is uh is is, is hardcore listing's Patreon and that is at Patreon P A T R E O N dot com forward slash hardcore listing.
3: That is lovely mate. We did that really well. Six you didn't do www dot in front of Patreon. I can't blame Gobspect you didn't do that. Let's do another high five High five that was shoes balls on my cheek that time. There you um, go. okay, so let's uh, the other way we um, get to do this is from our three wicked sponsors. So, uh, let's let's run the sponsor wheel.
0: Okay,
2: first up we have a brand new message from our sponsor love lovehyphenbeer.co.uk. Charles says, we're delivering to home and office bars in and around London including Essex, Kent, Hertfordshire and more.
3: We're a one-stop shop for everything you need to pour a beer at home from installation of the equipment through to delivering kegs straight to the bar.
2: This year, with Rugby and World Cups, we're also developing our hire equipment with a quick and easy-to-use solution to have kegs at home. For about three twenty a pint, we can install a keg with all the equipment you need to pour beer for up to two weeks.
3: Yes, yes, all the equipment we provide can dispense up to two kegs at the same time. So if you wanted a lager and on one of my amazing craft beers we featured previously on the podcast, then the per pint cost will be even lower, and the equipment we use We'll keep it pouring properly for the full two weeks without you having to do a thing.
2: The only thing you have
3: to do is go to love Bangboomcreative.com That's where you need to go for the very best in film, photography and production work.
2: Absolutely. Handsome Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for bloody ages.
3: Yeah, and we can tell you two things about them. Number one, their stuff is excellent. They work for massive global brands, charities, and companies of all shapes and sizes.
2: The content they create does really, really deliver. We've done shoots with Luke. Uh, Loads of the people, our partners over at the network, and our mates have done shoots with Luke. Always banging, and they're always getting results.
3: Yes, yes. And number two, they're just bloody nice to work with. The team at Bang Boom always give it their all. The business ethics are sound, and they're a bunch of warm, proper, decent people.
2: So if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company, check out BangBoomCreative.com, sponsors of Hardcore Listing.
3: Hardcore.
2: The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place. With Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you can always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere. They come across as harmless board game geeks or indie music fanatics, but the reality is far more sinister.
3: Yes, yes. Wrenchy Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for. It can teach you life lessons along with fitness and, more importantly, peace. At Sama he teaches karate, kickboxing, Tai Chi and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four to the very elderly, even Stu.
2: What? Aside from that, he also teaches ladies self-defence, self-defence courses, team building courses, corporate training days, apprenticeships to become a martial arts instructor for SAMA.
3: Yeah, he even teaches a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence while carrying your child, not defence against maniacal murder babies, because we all know there's no defence against them. So go hit Simon up at SAMA-academy.co.uk.
2: There you have it, mate. Bloody, bloody, Patreon, so, ruddy bloody lovely Patreons, ruddy bloody lovely sponsors.
3: Before we, we get into t- uh, today's top five, um, how you been, mate? You all right?
2: All right? Uh, yeah, I, I would well, you know what? I turned 49, um, and I woke up on my birthday and had to get my ear syringed. Mm. Uh, we, I hoover it now, they don't syringe it. Um, and it was a bit Dr. Pimple Popper. Was Pop it right? Henry? Henry it, was, uh, it basically might have been the stuff they pulled out of my ear hole was rotten. Um and then, uh, yeah, and now I've got, like, a little sty thing on my eye. Um, you do look gross. Yeah, cheers, man. I actually look more like Woogie than you today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that's, um, that's been me. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've, I've been all right. The sun's been back out, which is nice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I'm going, to, I'm going to Budapest in a couple of days on a lads, 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 lads stag.
3: Let's, 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 Oh, but you're looking forward to that. Captain Rock and Roll over there. What are you doing on the Friday night? Because on a Friday night, you're normally running a club, right? So what are you going to do on your, with your night off on Friday night? Probably go to a nightclub. Oh, fucking amazing. You love clubs. You love Ibiza, don't you? Oh, so. do you know
2: what? There's nothing I like more than clubbing. <laughs> I hate clubbing.
3: I've been. We've run club nights for years together. And um, you look miserable at your own club night. Yep. That's when you're having a good time. Well, I'm being paid for them ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't do it because, you know, you get to hang out with me and Pip. No. Nah. Oh. Um, the, the only
2: club I've been to in in probably the last 10 years, I went to, on a, mm. on a stag, I went to Brighton. Mm. And I went to um, a club that we'd done lizards at called The Haunt.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, We'd
2: done lizards with Bambata there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I went to their night that was called, I think it's something, it's only 1985. And it's like a, a good... Indian, like a good 80s night, but with like kind of stuff like the Smiths as well. Oh, it was bloody brilliant. Like, it was just as I was in there, I was just thinking, this is a sort of club night that I'd really like to have. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely smiled that night, but um,
3: no one was looking. I no one was looking. Was no, the, yeah, no,
2: yeah. absolutely. Well, um, how have you been?
3: Yeah, got my big. Date from a surgery So if you listen to this podcast regularly You will know that um, My undercarriage is part worn, And I need a circumcision And um, I don't know why I tell thousands and thousands of people that each week um, Much the chagrin of my girlfriend uh, Fiance Fuck Beyonce. I'm engaged Yes Have we spoke
2: about that I don't know
3: yet? I don't know Yeah you yeah, I got engaged I don't know if we did No I don't suppose we have Congratulations well, Look look oh. Tell me how you done it um, basically I got just good old fashioned threat, yeah. um, blackmail. Um, I basically, we live in Margate hipsters and my mummy in her house, mum and dad's house has had this old bottle in it for years. And I originally wanted to propose in front of my mum, as we, uh, many of you know, she's got dementia and I think it would just been nice to somehow involve my mum in it, um, in the proposal. But I I I couldn't do that for a variety of different reasons recently, so I had to rewrite my plans. And I decided to um, use this bottle and put a little message in it, and then put it on the beach in Margate because we go for beach walks quite a lot. And the idea was that um, Molly would stumble across the bottle, there'd be a message in it, um, and she'd open it, and you know, it'd have the propo, you know, the the run up to the proposal. And it all worked, uh, despite the fact that when I put the bottle when we placed the bottle we knew it was going to be high tide soon um and people might try stealing it but luckily i had um uh the love ninja uh b ducks uh good friend of the podcast she actually assisted and um she uh, she placed the bottle tactically on the beach and kept an eye on it and um may or may may not screamed at some children (laughs) to get them to keep away from the bottle which she she um she's probably gonna regret it for the rest of her life, but she was wonderful, so thank you so much, B, for uh, making love happen on that on that fateful day. So yeah, that's how we did it. There's a little I wrote a poem. I told her that um I told her that Pip wrote it. <laughs> I said Pip ghost wrote it. She went, Really? I was like, No. Yeah. Um because Pip can smell and I can't. So yeah, there you go, mate. That was my engagement for, oh, for what it's worth.
2: Congratulations. Thanks, very, man. But back to the
3: circumcision. Him. I'm sure that's what everyone wants to know yeah, about. Of Third of June. So um yeah. I'll be um I'll be fifty percent I'll lose fifty percent of my length.
2: Wow. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm worried about that. But there you go, mate. What can you do? Are you a roundhead or cavalier? I can't remember.
2: I've 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 not been circumcised. So no. you're a
3: cavalier? Yeah. Oh, I'm worried. I'm worried I'm not going to have as much fun um as a as a round head. Um, but, you know, if you've been through it tweeting, there's not a support
2: group for people that have been circumcised, mate. I would imagine more than 50% of the population have probably been circumcised.
3: Yeah, it's a big deal for me. When you've had more than 40,000 wanks, um and you have to go back to a few podcasts to to find out how we discovered that more. more. There's more, I've got more hanging on this, mate, than the average uh, person. Hanging on, I don't know if that's a pun.
2: Yeah, there won't be a lot hanging off the end <laughs> of it soon. <laughs> there
3: won't be, mate. No luggage. Um, shall we move on? Yes. Today's top five. Top five childhood disappointments, chosen by Ed Appleby.
2: Yes. Thanks, Ed.
3: Yeah, great one.
2: Right. Do you
3: want to start? Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Let me... Uh, this is... Oh, wow. This is... Um, this this shows how much of a nerd I am. I've got a double B in science. A double B? Yeah. Why don't you just get a B? No, because science was a double in GCSE. What's that so, mean? Well, it's a double class, so it's worth a double module. So instead of you getting one, it's worth two. Because you spend so long doing it, they don't give you just a B. It's worth two modules, so you get right. a double B or double A or double C. Right. And um, I would love science. It was one of those classes I absolutely loved. I loved all my, my science teachers at that point. I love doing all the tests and experiments. I've I've, I've previously told a time where I accidentally threw up all over the blackboard. <laughs> I told you that one. What experiment was that? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I drinking some off milk or something. But yeah, I threw up all over the blackboard accidentally. Proper projectile across the entire thing. Oh, well done. Because um, I went to tell the teacher I think I was going to be sick and instead just <laughs> coated the blackboard in it. Yeah. Um I love science. Um And... But because of things that were happening at school towards my GCSEs, I kind of lost my focus and um, kind of lost my focus. And I really did think I'd get a double A in that. And I didn't. I got a double B. And I'm grateful that, you Is know, I, luckily luckily, I still got a double B, um, you know. But it, I was gutted about it. I was really disappointed. Is that your disappointment? You got a B instead of an A?
2: Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to also... You fucking nerd. Just (laughs) because you went to a clever school, I can't believe... If I would have got a B in anything at school, (laughs) I would have lost my shit with joy. (laughs) And you're actually disappointed you got a B. You
3: utter wanker. I thought that was just a side note to the story. No, no, no. That was it. Got a double B instead of a double A.
2: Mummy, mummy, (laughs) uh,
3: can I still go polo? I only got a B... Oh fucking hell my parents were quite disappointed in my GCSE grades because I used to be very studious and very intelligent and then just about about 15 I started having a bit of trouble at school and my focus went and um, what had happened is I'd gone through puberty, and I just didn't know what to do with all those pubes um,
2: well we've just e- e- established mm, that you've had 40,000 wings, well, so exactly. it's quite clear where your <laughs> mind was yeah
3: exactly Um it was. It was. It was. Yeah. It, I. I. When I come to write my top five shoe, I realise how lucky I've been. You yeah. know, as I. I had an absolutely just the best childhood. So you know, whenever I wrote this, and I think you're right. Like to sit there and go, oh, that must have been. Oh, that's a right shame. Mm. But also just bear in mind that, you know, it's, be careful to judge people and think that you've had it harder or whatever because whatever goes wrong in someone's life, it's only relative to their life experience. And we had the wonderful Stacy uh, come on and um, who bloody lost both her fucking legs mm. to um, that awful flesh-eating bug. And, you know, her opinion is, yeah, I know it, that that's rough, but, you know, I don't think uh, it's the same thing. It's like you experience, you know, people... You get a double B and that's the worst thing that ever happened to you. It's still the worst thing that ever happened to you, right? Um, I'm not saying it was either. I'm just saying I was a little disappointed by it. And I happen to remember it today. I was like, oh, yeah, I was a bit gutted by that. Um, Because that was the lowest grade in the class yeah
2: must have really slammed the brakes on your career getting a double B. <laughs> yeah it
3: really did um, so there you go mate come on in, make me feel terrible now what was the most disappointing point in your life well I could go through the exam results and that would be a top <laughs> fucking five did, right what, now what did you get then
2: you uh, I got I got a C in English yeah. I got a D in maths yeah. I got an A in drama
3: <laughs> yeah, obviously sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I I've got a B in media studies.
3: <laughs> Surely, in drama, A. Eh? Well, oh, I'd love to see why you got an A. <laughs> was you a good at? What was you doing then? What did you have to get for that? We
2: uh, we ended up me and my mate Jamie freestyled like. Can you remember when, uh, like, basically doing what me and you did. Yeah. Remember when Smith and Jones used to put their yeah, heads yeah, together yeah, and yeah. chat? Yeah, we yeah. done that. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Uh, and and we sort of ad libbed it, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, like That's brilliant, Steve. Um I can't think of what, science, something like an E. Yeah. Uh, what did I get an ungraded in? Computer studies.
3: Oh, fair enough.
2: Um but then back then there was like one computer for the year. <laughs> It weren't like I was sitting there beavering away on a fucking laptop. No. Uh, it was like let's just wheel in the big BBC computer. Yeah. And for, uh,
3: for a big nerd like me, like I, I love computer games from a young age. But I tried programming. My brother had a computer programming book for the MMS uh, BBC Mar BBC Master, and I, I spent a whole day typing in the code for Frogger. Um, and then I got to the end, pressed enter, and it crashed, and it just didn't do anything. And I was, like, 10, and, and I just thought, right, how do I troubleshoot that? And then I went, went to the troubleshoot section, and it just went, right, go through, uh, if you've had an error, then go through every single line of code and and see where you went wrong. And I went, fuck that, went outside. <laughs> and But, like, in a way, like, I think of my mates who stuck to computing, they're all, like, living in Australia, like, in, like, techno mansions now. Yeah, so, alone. Alone, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, with billions of bitcoins but yeah, yeah. anywho um, drama gone. so yeah I got so you did pretty average at school then yeah
2: I'd, 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 I didn't do very well at all um, but it meant I got to go to college which I'd done badly in as well but I got to <laughs> muck about my mates there oh so good and start yeah. bands and stuff anyway that's fuck all to do. doing my five mm, uh, on, I'll, I'll keep it in school then mm-hmm. um, and so it was PE right mm-hmm. and when you at in juniors in the showers that was Oh, I hated that. Yeah, I, I did. was a very late developer. Same, same. And that was terrifying. My
3: best mate, like at the time, well, when I was a kid, when I was like eight, my best mate had literally already gone through puberty. He was only in the year above me. He's like yeah. nine. He had a horse's cock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was hard to get my head round like quite yeah, how massive. Yeah. And I'd be like, I nearly gave his name away there. I mean, I, I'm sure he wouldn't be embarrassed me me saying his name. And um, why is it so big? Yeah. And he'd be like, I don't know, maybe it's what I'm eating. And I'd be like, what are you eating? And he'd be like, hams, uh, alphabet spaghetti. And I'd be like going home, going, mum, can I? Can we have a more ham? and I Like eating that might make my dick not like a fucking... It. it wasn't even the size of an acorn. At yeah. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I, I, I remember like just... There was a bloke called Oz at my school. And like he had a hairy chest. Yeah. And like, and there was another bloke called Lee who, who literally was losing his hair at school. <laughs> And like, oh, sorry, Lee. I don't mean to lie. Like, and it's just crazy, yeah. like that. You know, there was all of these people that were so mature, and I literally had a fucking little bald butter mushroom, and it was like, <laughs> oh no, it's like a gauntlet, wasn't it? The fucking yeah. showers, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, any excuse I could fucking come up with to not have to get yeah. that fucking yeah. little thumb of a cock out, it yeah. was like, yeah. oh God, terrifying times. And um, thing, also, just before going to your top five. Thankfully, I was a fat kid as well, so that helped. Oh, exactly.
3: <laughs> well, then it, was, it didn't matter if you had a big or a little one anyway. <laughs> like for me, I thankfully still had my personality. Yeah. Girls love me. Mm. And I remember being like in second second year at senior Even school. Even after you got your B. Even though no, I hadn't got my B by that point, so I was a prospect. Yeah, they thought I was going places. Yeah, and um, yeah, sort of like young Elon Musk type thing. And um, and I remember girls heavily coming on to me, like when I was like fourteen, and mm. like li- saying extremely um, yeah. pr- provocative things. Girls in the year above, we'd gone on a ski tr- ski school, and it, this is like the opposite of disappointment. It was like. The best holiday of my life. Like people thought I was cool for some reason. Really, Girl, Yeah, girls in the year above fancied me. Really, and we came back to the college and uh, school, and the girls would literally jump, jump on me and wrap their legs around me in the corridor, and be like, "When are we gonna fuck?" And all I could oh, think, right. <laughs> Team Wolf. <laughs> <fucking hell>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this didn't last long, and actually, it ties into other great, great disappointments that I've got. And uh, but in the back of my head was like, I don't know what you want me to fuck you with. <laughs> But <laughs> it's not gonna be my penis. <laughs>
2: uh
3: anyway. Um, so mine's P E, right? Yeah, and it was sorry.
2: just because junior school it's like, right, what did PE involve? Like um some like uh, like running um, jumping on a horse mm. like like the, the, the gymnastics oh, horse what? uh or just doing some kind of like running around with like one of them little fucking beanbags or like just <laughs> What was that? Having, in like, PE? Little, I don't know, it was just like fucking rubbish stuff at junior school and I remember thinking I can't wait to get to senior school and when I got to senior school obviously it's like the senior school is the biggest thing you've ever seen yeah, in your life when yeah. you get there yeah, and it was exactly. like right like, there's an athletics like track painted on the field here uh, and I was like oh wow and I was like oh there's like in this big like garage lockup thing there was like hurdles and javelins yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like fucking hell yeah. I'm literally going to yeah. be able to become a decathlon no decathlon yeah yeah, yeah. like And I was so excited to do that sort of shit. I think we done it once, right? Where they got at? Oh, we used to do high jump. uh, And we weren't allowed to do the Frosby flop thing. You had to do a scissor jump. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, right. Onto a crash mat. Rubbish. Yeah. Right? But then I was like, can I have a go at um, javelin, shot put and discus? yeah, yeah. Right? He went, yeah. I was like, excellent. So they pulled it out. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, Bearing in mind, Fatima Whitbread was from Greys, yeah, right? In yeah. the eighties, mm-hmm. so javelin, mm-hmm. it's in our blood, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, thought I yeah, oh, yeah. fucking got yeah. this. Fucking rubbish, yeah, javelin. Yeah, yeah. You just throw a fucking metal stick, yeah. and then I thought, right, shot put. Really boring. Yeah, you yeah. just literally throw a fucking weight about a meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to go and pick it up and do it again. Yeah. Discus. I thought I was gonna just fucking be spinning around like a fucking yeah, whirlwind and yeah. then launching this thing. I think I went round once, got dizzy, and launched it about three meters. Yeah. Very, very disappointing.
3: Oh mate, I'm. So, I, I feel gutted for you. I really do. Like um, I. I had no upper body sh- I have no upper body strength. So yeah. like, you know, even like with technique on javelin or discus and shot, but which my technique seemed pretty sound because don't forget I was a black belt. So gymnastics, I was like, ace I was, I was like, I was I south through gymnastics. I was the top of the gymnastics um, team. Okay. And that, which means I get to hang out mm-hmm. with all the, all the girls as well. Um, much to just getting the mickey taken at me for being in the gym team. But mm. um, but things like shot put, javelin, anything like that, I just mm. didn't. I just, just wasn't very strong. And and I, I nearly put it as one of my top five. is I, I, I left Lee Chapel, my junior school, being like vice captain of the cricket team. Mm. I went and trialled for the cricket team at, at Coopers, which was a sporting mm. school. And there was guys throwing that ball so fast down that, down that flipping mm. uh, crease. I was like, I'm not playing cricket. Yeah, I was just te- I was just like, no, that ain't for me anymore. i my heart ain't in it, and everyone's just so much better than me. So it was disappointing in that sense of being quite good at my school to go in there and going, like, yeah. all these lads have gone through puberty and they are just so much better than me. So
2: just quick shout out to cricket, which is uh, an honourable mention. Yeah, um, because uh, my next door neighbour in the eighties, Joe, his mum, uh, his dad played cricket. And he went, do you want to come and watch cricket? And I thought I was going to be going to the Oval or something Mm. like that to watch this big fucking game. We just went over our local park, uh, and I just sat with uh, his mum and him on a really hot day. And I remember they made sandwiches that had no butter in it and brown bread. I'd never had brown bread. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is like (laughs) bread but rubbish. And it was like (laughs) it was a warm squash Mm. just watching a load of fucking men in their 50s play cricket.
0: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's
3: boring. It is quite boring, mate. I can't deny it. I'm sorry for all our listeners who like cricket. Um, You know. I'm not. Um, it's, you know, you just... You just poo heads. (laughs) What's your number four? I've got this right. So Christmas, this is the first time that I've got a shit present at Christmas. Mm. Again, super privilege, right? I used to have, like, the year before, it was the best Christmas present. Mm. It was the G.I. Joe Hovercraft. Mm. And I can't tell you, even the thought of the box when I unwrapped it, Mm. I can't tell, I still go, my head goes a bit funny thinking about it. Mm. Like, it's just the level of excitement I've, I've r- rarely ever reached. Like that hovercraft, assembling it, putting the stickers on it, putting snake eyes on it, and the gang—it's just too much for me to bear. It was so cool. It was felt like such a big present as well. I mean, it's only, I, I, I don't know how big it is in, in real words terms, but you're so much smaller then, so it's like yeah. half your size. And it's just ah, oh. and I had loads of other cool presents that year. And then the next year, God bless my parents. Because they felt the disappointment as well. I wasn't. Un- I've never been an ungrateful child, um, and always grateful for my gifts. But you sometimes can't mask that you're not as into something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I get this when Molly looks at it. She can't. When Molly looks at me, my fiance, what, she can't mask her disappointment yeah. um, in me as a human. Like every facet of me. There's there's um, there's always feedback from Molly um, about. Um, uh, about me and my appearance, um, she said one of the most fantastically offensive things the other day. I can't even repeat it, which is unbelievable. I can't cool repeat it on this podcast. Anyway, I've lost track of myself. What was I talking about? Ah, what? Right. So then, this year, the year after my greatest gift, um, they got me a remote control car, and I'd never expressed an interest in remote control cars. It was a cool remote control car. Stew again. This is like so un. Kind of disappointing, and I understand how people are being like, you got a remote control car, and you're fucking disappointed. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just being honest, like, and I'll just remember being like, I still wanted like action men, basically. Yeah. I, I was very, I was very childish, mm. and I think a remote control car was probably a little bit more of a more mature mm. kid than I was, and I did enjoy it, but the battery didn't last very long. Nah. Dad had charged it up, but not fully. So we, you know, we started it, and I got like about fucking five minutes out of it before it died, and it was yeah. my main present. I was a bit gutted, and I just remember how gutted my parents were as well, and mm. they were apologising and stuff like that. And I was going, "Oh no, it's it's really good, Mum, Dad, thank you so much," but yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. And that's uh, that's my privilege, yeah. Anyway, well, I've ever your... told
2: you about the, uh, the the situation I had at Blackshot's playing field with a bloke with and he's like with his big fucking remote control car that started to fucking wind up my dog.
3: Yeah, but I can't remember it.
2: So we was over. I was taking my dog for a walk. This was probably at the beginning of lockdown, and this guy had a, a big fuck off like remote Proper control car. Like oh yeah, job. it was mm-hmm. it was fucking rapid. Yeah. Uh, and obviously my dog was inquisitive. Yeah. And then he started sort of like chasing my dog with it. All right. Oh my God. And then so after a while, my dog sort of run back to my feet, mm. like a little bit weirded out by what the fuck was going mm. on. Yeah. Uh and then this car just sort of kept coming over like ran, like literally like doing little circles around me by my dog. So I just mm. thought, hmm. Okay. So I picked his car up. <laughs> <laughs> and I motioned to throw it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And like and he went, no! And then I just put it down upside down and just walked off. <laughs> and
3: like, That's incredible! You haven't told me that one, no. <laughs> I was just thought well, You absolute prick! Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, why are you fucking terrorising a dog with a
3: fucking yeah, remote control yeah, car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like how you dis- disarmed it. That was very well. I just just turn it upside down. Oh, right, we're not we're not all that. I might have got I might have been classically trained and smart, but mm. I have no common sense. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah, Hannibal. All right, just. <laughs> all right. Right. What's my
2: <laughs> number four? Right, I'll go for a Christmas present. Um
3: mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go for Was it that T shirt? Uh No 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 sorry, nothing, nothing. Sorry, no, sorry, nothing. Go on, what's your, what's your I've problem? just
2: got a black a, a white and black and white
3: striped no, T shirt on. Nothing, mate, don't about And you've got your
2: fucking freshly unironed <laughs> T shirt you bought from Fat Surf Shack in fucking nineteen eighty seven Um Right. So, uh <laughs> uh Domino Rally. Oh, right. right yeah. So, I gr- yeah, I grew up yeah. like watching record breakers and seeing mm, these like yeah. uh, I think it was generally in sort of like Japan or something like that. They do these huge yeah. elaborate yeah. things that like in a whole like in a fucking gym, a like, massive like fucking hall or gym where they yeah. like literally recreate the whole world in dominoes mm. and it was just amazing to watch when they trigger it all. Uh, So it created this new um, toy called Domino Rally, Mm. which you could buy various different boxes with, Mm. like, bridges and all of these things that you could, like... But you got tracks with it. And then you clipped the dominoes into these Mm. tracks, like these runners. Mm. And they were just these flimsy little light plastic things. They weren't like a proper domino. And the minute you clicked them all in and you you tipped it so they all stood up and then you laid it back down one would fall over and just knock them away. it was just and then obviously oh. you know me nan got it for me and I remember opening it and I was like yes and there's a picture of like the two fucking yeah. kids that are both literally just spunked in their pants <laughs> and, like watching these dominoes just fucking go off did they
3: fo- did the shots focus on their wire no
2: no oh. no but the, the 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 joy can only uh, be yeah, yeah. can only be explained by uh, <laughs> by a spaff um and I remember just thinking, this is gonna be epic. Yeah. And it was just such an anti-climax. Yeah. Like, yeah, my face did not look like them fucking <laughs> kids having a money shot. <laughs> like, it was literally I just sat there with a fucking yeah, a little upturned fucking smile on a flaccid cock just going, <laughs> oh. Yeah, Domino Rally, my number my number four.
3: That did that did not did not I saw that advertised as a kid and I mm. was like think I could pass on that yeah. one basically if it wasn't violent I weren't interested in it yeah. and that probably speaks volumes about yeah. my personality but mm. if they weren't swinging a fucking axe yeah. or didn't have a laser gun fuck yeah. off mate um, domino rally did look sh- shit and it was what's your number three I'm going to tie this into you said spunking in my pants <laughs> Right, <laughs> hold on hold on takes a little bit of uh, set up this one so I've been um clearing out uh, my dad's <laughs> <laughs> my <balls. laughs> listen, this is so weird. Uh I've been clearing out my uh dad's wardrobe. So he passed about four years ago, but there was no real reason to clear out his clothes wardrobe and um but uh yet last night I did it and I weird this is so fucking weird. Up the top, right at the back where we had all sorts of weird like weird like, not weird things, but Collections of things and memorabilia. Oh no. It's <laughs> just so weird. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to dig my way out of this. I found a pair of my pants from when I was eight. And I thought it was quite sweet. I thought it was quite sweet because they had all sorts of, like, different. My dad, it turns out, me and my dad are very similar. Like, I, I don't. M- memories I, I form from objects as opposed to photos. So I've got mm. a maniac. I've got shit from me and you, things me and you have done years ago, mm. like just items. That if you looked at it, you go. It makes no sense. Mm. But I'm like, I know where that came from. Mm. And um, and so is my dad. My dad had a pair of my underpants up there. And these underpants, I was like, I I, I recognised them. Mm. I was like, I know these pants. They're just a simple pair of white wife wife pants, right? And uh, <laughs> they, were, they were for ages eight and nine. And I was like, <laughs> so many inappropriate jokes. I know. I know. No, you go for it. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> I had caught my dad sniffing into them. <laughs> Uh, Where mum was out. And um, anyway, this will make you laugh as well. On the front of these pants, because I was looking at the back of them, and I was like... (laughs) (laughs) It's so sweet. I think this is so sweet that he kept a pair. Like, And and, um, I don't know why I think that's sweet, actually. It's weird, isn't it? Um, No. And he, um, on the front of them, right... There's a few little old urine marks on them. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't make this up, could you, right? You you couldn't make this up. There was a few little urine drips on them. Yeah. And I had a flashback to being at junior school and being, for some reason, getting changed in the classroom for PE, right? (laughs) And the girl I really liked at that point, Karen S. I won't say her full surname. I really fancy Karen. It was my first. She wasn't my first kiss. That goes to a girl named Catherine, and that was really cool and and really sweet. When it's one of my earliest memories. Um, And um, but I really fancy Karen. Karen and Catherine were good friends and and whatnot. And um, and I still fancy Catherine. But um, like like Karen was the new sort of like girl in the class that I was Mm. well like she had dark hair, blue eyes, freckles great personality and I was just kind of like wow Karen's really Mm. my girl now this is all wrapped into my disappointment is that she didn't fancy me she fancied fit Gareth Mm. Gareth's mum let him have tram lines in his hair Mm. Gareth went to Woodlands after this year and basically famously just cleared up like every girl in the world fancied him at Woodlands he was dating girls years above him Mm. all the hotties and good on him. Gareth was a really good lad, mm-hmm. good bowler at cricket as well. And um, and Karen and I and and, and I, when I found out that they were like you know dating, however loose that is, when you're nine or ten or eleven, I was so gutted. But what added to the disappointment of this is that um, she had seen me in those underpants, <laughs> and she pointed out the urine stain on him. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And the funny thing is, as a kid, that, that didn't sh- like you know that didn't stop me being confident. Like you no. know, oh, m- mind you, no, actually. To well, be you
2: fair, still went on to be fucking Danny Zuko, didn't you? Down the <laughs> corridors of <to> your <laughs> secondary school with <laughs> fucking fair, girls a year older than you, like jumping on you with their legs wrapped around you.
3: I was always a confident lad, but with girls, I was really attracted to less so. Mm. I think that is an area, I, I I think girls I've always seen as great greater than myself the ones mm. I fancied, and I always found it crushingly difficult mm. to approach them. Not not uncommon, is it? We've you know mm. many many a human being, male or female or, or somewhere in between, you might have a crush on someone and, and can't talk to them. So yeah, but anyway, Karen see see me in those um, um, urine-addled gussets, mm. and then decided that you know Gareth was the better choice. Don't know why. One, I bet she regret. I bet she's fucking regrets it now.
2: Thankfully, your dad saw some merit in them. (laughs) Um, I'm going to move on because I don't know how to start unpacking the fact that your deceased dad uh, has got a pair of your piss stained eight year old pants uh, in his wardrobe.
3: Yeah, it's probably best we don't go. I think so, mate. (laughs) But you know what I did? I got rid of all the other stuff out of his wardrobe. I've kept the pants. (laughs) God's going to keep those pants. Oh, my. Fucking life. There's an innocence to those pants, Stu, that I love. And um, I'm wearing them today. What is your number? I well, know. What we're we on? Two? My three. Three. Sorry, mate. Three. What's your number?
2: Uh, I'm going to go for uh, <laughs> a hamster. Uh, I remember <coughs> in, in the uh, probably the early 80s, <coughs> I had a hamster. Mm. I was so excited to get a hamster. Mm. And I thought they were gonna, it was going to be brilliant. I thought it was going to be like... I'd take it out on your shoulder like a oh, parrot, and oh, like you know, yeah. just be like this, be my best mate. Yeah. Uh, it was just a cunt.
3: Oh no!
2: Like it was just a little fucking tubby bitch that just literally bit you every time you went anywhere near it, mm. and then it ran away. And ran away. No, no, it ran away, away and then I you found don't got it. A shovel out, mate. No, no, the rabbit ran away. Um, <laughs> when when we had to live at me nans for a while. Uh, the rabbit run away there. Um, but all I remember is seeing my dad frantically running around the garden picking up bits of my rabbit <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, had, that had been mauled by a fucking fox. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember just thinking like, and then I think that it ran away and then I saw it upside down climbing across the roof of my garage about Sorry, two months it, later.
3: Was it, was it a hamster or a spider? It was
2: like a fucking spider. It was crawling on the ceiling of like my fucking garage and I was like, and I, I, the, the hamster was called Hammy, which is fucking clever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I remember going, Mum, like, mom, I fan Hammy." And I don't know what happened to him after. That. I can't remember. He, he certainly weren't friendly. I think that probably made him more of a prick. But and so then, Hammy
3: just went off
2: off grid for about maybe a month, maybe two months. Um, and then... Well done, then he died, and then they bought me a... So you
3: put him back in the car? You f- your mum caught him, put him back in the yeah, car? Yeah, then. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Right, right, right. And then he died, and then they got me a gerbil. And they're even bigger cunts.
3: Really? Well, not, they're not
2: bigger, they're smaller, but they're like... They're
3: but, yeah, small man complex.
2: Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, that's what they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little man syndrome, yeah, and yeah. like... Small
3: man complex, I see
2: that. Like, yeah, real fucking shits. Yeah. Like, yeah, and just rabbits, gerbils, fish. Mm. Like, the idea of having a goldfish, like, obviously back in my day, you'd win them at the fair and Mm. you'd come home and it'd be like, oh, I'll put it in there and I'll look at it for about two days and then by the first time you have to, again, this goes for uh, rabbits, hamsters and gerbils, Mm -hmm. you have to then clean them out. Yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I just want to look at it and have a bit of fun with it. Flush down toilet, mate. And like... Normally the ones you got at a fair died within about a month anyway. Just by the time you formed a bomb with it it'll just fucking <laughs> crush you. Like yeah, pets and just just don't bother. Fast track all of that shit and get a dog. They won't let you down.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Zav, your dog, she is
3: beautiful. Isn't he she is, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Uh what's your number two? <sighs> right, this is a bit of a sad one really. I had to think deeply on this one. So basically, I, I've said senior uh, uh, school, so I, I said, where well, I started getting double B's and that. So I had a bit of a relationship breakdown with uh, m- what, m- who my best mate at school was. So I went to Cooper's and I obviously still had my best mate at home from like Lee Chapel which was Jamie. And I was so lucky to still have all my Lee Chapel best buds, like thick as thieves. So the weekends I come home and hang out with Jamie. But I like the start of my first year at Cooper's was really difficult because I, I had to go to a place I didn't know anyone. And I felt a bit like a fish out of water. And I remember those first like two or three months were really difficult. And I'd started forming loose bonds with different people, um, but I like you know I ended up st- meet uh, a kid in my class was called Paul, and um, we just formed a good really good relationship. Like he he was he was just so funny. He was witty as hell, Paul. He was yeah. he was he was like, I've never met someone who's as witty and sharp as Paul. Yeah. And he had an intelligent older brother, and I think that taught Paul how to be good at comebacks Mm. beyond anyone I've ever met. Right? Mm. Um, But aside from that, sort of, there was there was a bit of a downside to that part of his personality. Like Paul, Paul um, was just so funny, and we had the same interests. We loved Street Fighter, um, so computer games. We'd always be playing, um, and just generally speaking, like you know, starting to like we just developed that really early teen bond where, you know, you're both discovering sort of like you're going through sort of puberty, all of a sudden you switched on to girls and, and, and it was just amazing. I had this wonderful relationship with Paul and like just going, going up to uh, where where he lived in sort of like, I think it was Elm Parkway and having sleepovers with him and just watching cool shows and and cracking jokes. Me and Paul would like, we, we would joke till we cried. Um, you know, in classroom and stuff like that, and I think some people got quite jealous of how close me and Paul got. And you know what, come like about towards the end of the second year, we had an incident where a girl sort of split up with him. And I I, like it's it's all so childish now because you look back at it and you think she, you know, it. I think I became the target of the reason why they split up for something I supposedly said, which it it, it really wasn't. But anyway, it was kids. What th- did you th- say? Th- Basically. You um, got a
2: p- has your dad got a pair of your pants <laughs> in your wardrobe? I did, and then she <laughs> fell for me.
3: Yeah. Because I just, I just said, take a look at this. Yeah. And I showed her I was still wearing those pants at that yeah. point at like 12. Mm. And um, one of this girl's, his girlfriend's mates came up to me and said to me, what did she just say? We were in the playground in summer. What did she, she just say? And I think, I think uh, what did Paul just say? And Paul was standing over somewhere else. I think, I think he just said the word bitch. That's it, because it looked like Paul said the word bitch. I didn't say the context of it. I didn't say that he was talking about his own girlfriend because mm. Paul really liked this girl. I like, mm. really liked her and I was happy for him. And then she went and told this other girl, And the girl just went up to Paul and dumped him. Because it's kid stuff, isn't it, right? Like, you know, dating is nothing serious. It wouldn't have happened
2: as you not being a grass, though.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like, the funny thing is, I kind of said to Paul, like, Paul, I I wasn't talking about you saying it about her. She just said, what did it look like you said? I said, I think you just said the word bitch. I had no idea that this other girl, Helen, had this agenda um, to go and sell. Anyway, they split up. And one of Paul's other mates um, said, oh, we'll never really forgive you for that. And I kind of was like, oh, what? And then after that he sort of form formed relationships with like some other guys in the class who were like who hated me and mm. rightly so I guess I am a chalk and cheese kind of person i re- I really understand that I'm quite cantankerous and annoying um but um yeah, he started forming relationships with other people, and then like he kind of like started slagging me off a little bit and I kind of probably deserve aspects of it but despite the thing the bullying that came out as a result of that, not directly from him but the people that were kind of getting jeered on f- um by maybe poor other people and i did deserve some of it because i've always been a bit mouthy um and it's none of that like when i look back and i think of the bullying that result and how that sort of like i I had anxiety dreams into my 30s about those kids and i even now don't think it was as bad as bullying that people get nowadays or other people were getting at my school Mm. but it was relative to me Mm. i wasn't having a good time by the third year You know, it was always someone in a classroom that I was at at loggerheads with and Mm. it was just it was just tiring. Anyway, that's why my grades dropped. But the real disappointing thing I I was thinking about this morning is none of none of that bullying stuff on that. the disappointing thing is that me and Paul's relationship broke down. Mm. It was so it was like it was a real it was like it was like lightning my relationship with Paul. It was really good fun Mm. and he was such a good guy. Um, yes, yeah, so, uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm gutted about. If there's one thing I'm sad about about j- uh, senior school, is not any of that other stuff. It's that me and Paul, our relationship went from something that was really good to unnecessarily sour. Uh, yes, yeah, so there you go. Nice depressing one for you there, mate. No one likes the grass. No one likes. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> have said that. He definitely called her a bitch, though. Um. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh,
2: right. Um. Banger racing
3: oh- oh right
2: um I live near a place called arena essex uh which is uh, uh a really horrible noisy place uh where people do banger racing mm. um and I remember thinking like banger racing was gonna be really cool My mate's dad we spoke about him previously like he was the guy that was one of the cameramen on star wars mm-hmm. and uh and and stuff like that. One of the things he also had was a banger. He had a mini that was like all painted up with like you know the number whatever it was mm. on there, and and it was always on his drive, like on a trailer. And I remember thinking, oh wow, so you just get to smash into other cars? Mm. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh And then I I went to Arena Essex. Um, it was the hottest and the dustiest place I've ever been. It was so loud, and it was just full of like. No, like them kids at school that'd have like tight jeans, dealer boots, mm. would generally have a motorbike and a ferret. Yeah. It was like <laughs> it was like full of blokes like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I hated it. Yeah. Absolutely hated it. And it was just so loud. And it was just like... They weren't even, like, going head on into each other. It was just like they'd sort of nudge each other. It was just like a shit dodgems. So I was like... I wanted to see, like, cars exploding, like, you know, fucking rolling, like, fucking, you know, 30 times over. And, like, and then another car yeah. just smashing into them. And, like, yeah. I wanted it to be, like, rollable. I was going to say, you like,
3: You was watching too much A-Team, I think. Yeah, right? Mad Max was what I wanted. Yeah. And, yeah. like,
2: yeah, it was just shit. And, like... Yeah, I remember thinking it was going to be one of the greatest things ever, and like, and essentially dodgeims is the same. Like, you expect dodgeims, and and what what happens after the time there? Hang on, whoa, 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 don't, 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 don't smash into each other. Can
3: you, is that what they say?
2: Like, yeah, dodgeims is like fucking. It's all a bit fucking safe now. Is it really? Yeah, well, you, you can't hit each other. <coughs> I don't think you can just like smash into like someone head on. Like, you all have to go round the same way. You can't just fucking have a freestyle. Oh, it was a free for all. Yeah, of course know. it was. Yeah. Like, in the 80s, it was fucking brilliant. You could just drive whatever way you wanted. Always take a bit of insurance to the Dodgems just in case (laughs) it gets a bit tasty.
3: (laughs) Black chain.
2: (laughs) Exactly. That's where fucking... Beef was sorted on them dodgems.
3: So, so you didn't like the uh, arena Essex because it was a bit loud for you.
2: I hate motorbikes, right? Yeah. I really hate motorbikes because they're really fucking loud, mm, and like, and ride. they freak me dog out as well. Yeah. I just don't like it when I'm not like, having a run and like, and uh, do you know what? I had it at, at the weekend. I was fucking over this place called Davy Down, walking the dog, and uh, and and I think. That, Travellers ride their mm. dirt bikes and their quads mm. over there. Mm. And this dirt bike just come bombing down the public mm-hmm. path mm-hmm. over the field. Mm-hmm. And like, I know you just think, oh, I did, obviously didn't have a mm. crash helmet on. Yeah. And as he was like slowing down, like, looked at me like, I was doing something wrong. <laughs> and now when you think like, oh, I'd love to smash you in your fucking shit yeah, face yeah, right yeah. now. And like, him off, like thing. right off the back of that motorbike. And I, Oh, it's just the noise and it was like, just don't go on the path. Yeah. There's like fucking fields everywhere yeah, around here. Yeah, go yeah. and fuck around on them and see how fast you can ride it into a wall. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I just don't like noisy things like that. Like, but people that watch motor racing, I really struggle with that. Mm. Like, I just think that's literally, it must stem from like, going banger racing. The thought of just watching cars go around a track, yeah. loudly.
3: Yeah. It's just,
2: just go and watch the A13 yeah it's yeah, literally yeah. like watching the M25 yeah yeah, like, yeah. Go, go
3: and, uh, <coughs> go and get on one of those uh, service stations mm. where there's the bridge over it yeah just stand there mate
2: yeah you don't get road rage either with banger racing and well, like, is
3: that a letdown? then you don't
2: get road rage <laughs> I think it would make it a bit more interesting <laughs> because if someone pranks your car and yeah. don't say sorry like is yeah. the case in banger mm. racing normally yeah. round here you just get out and start rolling around yeah, the floor. Yeah. Wouldn't you whip, you? yeah, you whip out that bike chain. <laughs> exactly. I think that would make an interesting uh, <laughs> addition to uh, banger racing.
3: Banger racing, <laughs> banger racing, mixed with MMA. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'm, I'm all over it. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Banger racing with Quasar. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's at number one, mate? My my mum and dad. Oh, so, I let's I I've You're said saying many about underwear time. again. isn't Right. <laughs> <you? Yeah. laughs> my, my mum and dad were the greatest in my eyes. I was so lucky. Really was. And um But the one thing Dad kept saying that we would do every year <laughs> <laughs> and then we never did it is Disneyland. And, like, you know, on a grand scale of things, I do get, like, how lucky and privileged, when you listen to my top five, like, it is a bit like, people are going to be like, oh, I had actually f- had to have fucking my heart removed when mm. I was eight, you prick. I do get it. I'm do not you reckon if you would have got an A
2: in science, he would have took you?
3: Probably, yeah. I think I didn't get an A in science because he didn't take me. Ah. So all parents listen, give your children exactly what they want, always when they want it. Yeah. I think that's how you raise a child. That's how you get well-rounded. Yeah, you uh, get well-rounded. Never say no. No. um, And always justify their behaviour at all times so that they always think they did the right thing. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, just smack them.
0: Planning for your next trip?
3: or yeah yeah. I, I either do that or say nothing and, yeah. and beat them <laughs> yeah hard yeah. yeah until they're saying why mommy yeah. and then you yeah. probably hit them hard enough and I think
2: confiscate you, their pants
3: You confiscate their <laughs> confiscate and then sniff their pants <laughs> welcome to Hardcore Listening um so but we never went to Disneyland and I must say like um for many many people obviously you're never going to get Disneyland mm. um we come from a, a, an area that isn't particularly um, flush. Mm. Um, I never wanted for anything, though. I'll mm. be honest with you. I, I kind of—I didn't say get spoiled with toys, but I did definitely got epic presents, as I've said on this podcast. And a remote control. And a fucking that shit house car. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> that was expensive. It was yeah. you know it would have cost them a few quid for that piece of shit. But you know, um, but we did never go to Disneyland, and I kind of like. It would that would have been all right had Dad not kept going, we're going to go, mm. we're probably going to go this year. Mm. That was a bit like torture. Yeah. You know, just to, to think like in January, he's going, yeah, I think we'll go this year and mm. I'm thinking,
2: fucking
3: yes, because I'd had a few mates who had gone, not, every, not all of our friends had mm. gone, but a few mates, very lucky friends had gone. Mm. So the promise of Disneyland and like fucking the Jaws ride, mm. oh, it was just too much for my fucking, I weren't a big like, I don't give a shit about Mickey Mouse, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real with you. It's never really that aspect of Disney has really done anything Mm. for me, to be honest with you. But the idea of going to, like, fucking Universal Studios was just like, what? Yes, man, Mm. sign me up for that shit. And um, my parents never took me. What's your number one? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you been to Euro Disney as an adult? No, nah, I'm not into it, mate. Unless, unless I've had, I've had a few girlfriends who wanted to go, but you know they didn't last long enough for me to invest. In
2: I, I took the kids there when they were young, mm. uh, and I also went with an ex-girlfriend when I was about nineteen. Oh wow! Um, only euro, like mm, yeah, that's still quite uh, right.
3: impressive, mate. To have but, taken,
2: uh, taken yeah. it. It could easily be my number one. But yeah. I didn't go as a child, like because right. gotcha. you were sold the Disney dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I find it really weird when I had, I had, a, I had two friends mm. that I don't see them anymore, and it's not because of this; it's just mm. that they moved away.
3: Mm.
2: They were like, they were like Disney grown ups, and I find that really weird. Yeah, I know. Like, what you mean. Yeah. and they they were like, they loved the Disney shop. Mm. They go to the Disney shop. They've mm. got like Disney figurines in their house, yeah. and they wear like Tasmanian Devil like fucking yeah. sweaters and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and I just yeah. think it's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, um,
3: no, I know, I know exactly what you mean, mate. Like
2: people, grown ups that go to Disney without kids mm. weirds me out. Yeah. Like, yeah. but that ain't me number one.
3: No. Uh, oh, right. go on, then, mate. You give a seat. Uh mm-hmm.
2: I'll, I'll go for me number one as Mister Frosty. Um, <laughs> Because I yeah. wanted it so bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I never got it. Yeah, I asked for it every year. I asked. for... Was it noisy? Well,
3: was it quite noisy when you crushed up the ice. You might not. Well, I'll, it I'll get to crushing the ice. Okay. All
2: right. Uh, I always ask for that. I always ask for big track. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. Proper, That's proper present. Uh, oh, mass trap was rubbish as well. You'd spend it was. about fucking four years setting it up. Yeah. Um. Much similar thing to Domino Rally. Yeah. Um, but um, and obviously with big track, I just thought with stuff like that I'll be able to like it's a robot I'll be able to like it. Just I'd, I'll never have to stand up again. It will do everything for me. It mm. just didn't. It just fucking move forwards and <laughs> turn right and went on the side of the sofa. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Mister Frosty I never got, mm. and uh, and the advert like was I gave like,
3: you a Misty Frosty this morning. No?
2: Yeah, that's sort of a different one, <laughs> and it was like. I had a fruity flavour with Percy Penguin. I was like, yes, yeah. I really want to do that. Um, and I asked for the Play-Doh mop-top hair shop every year. Never yeah, got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my sport little brother. Yeah. Because like, when I was growing up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- we we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And then we had a little sweet spot yeah, before yeah. the recession we where we had a couple of years yeah, where yeah. we had a couple of bob hmm. and then we lost it all. Uh yeah. But in them couple of years, my brother was probably about ten. Oh my god. At the sweet spot. Yeah. And uh I still got a pair of his pants from back then <laughs> But like um But uh he got Mr. Frosty. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Fucking hell. What a piece of shit. <laughs> it's like this flimsy plastic yeah, thing yeah. and you put like four rock solid ice cubes in the top of this thing, push his little blue act down. And basically, to crush the ice, it's not battery powered. You've basically got a circular cheese grater with a handle, yeah. so you just go <laughs> <laughs> and like you literally. Have you yeah. ever had a go of one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking mad. Yeah, yeah. You don't crush ice; yeah, yeah. you just literally break it instantly it, yeah, yeah. because you're shaving a rock-hard ice cube with yeah, a fucking yeah. cheese grater, yeah, 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 yeah. plastic just, cheese grater. Yeah, absolute bollocks. Yeah, and yeah. it was like. Percy Penguin can fuck off. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in that. I just wanted a slush puppy. Yeah. Oh. And, like, and what did I get? A fucking, a big lump of ice and, like, and a couple of shavings that had turned to water by the time I'd even fucking got my fingers around Percy Penguin. Rubbish, mate. I've
3: oh, just gutted for you.
2: Yeah. You show me them pants now?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a drunken
2: soiree in the in. <laughs>
1: Chris and Joe present our core listing, the podcast.